0: Okay, one more time. All right. I'm
1: April White. And
2: I'm Christopher Tompkins. And you're
0: on the line with the Hype Buster.
2: Welcome, ready for some real talk on strategic communications.
0: You're in the right place. Welcome to Hypebusters.
1: Whoa, out of a canon apes, yeah.
2: <laughs> daddy likes to be. <laughs> you
0: da- who made you my daddy? I don't,
2: I, I don't know. It, it was um, one of our votes, and I don't want to say it was Tasmania, but um, there was a there was a, a fan favorite vote and um, ah. won the daddy award. I, I don't know. It's a podcast daddy award, so
0: amazing yeah, amazing right? go test media yeah i'm you know what i like
2: i like that we reached gotta love
0: countries. those floating australians
2: floating australians <laughs> speaking of floating australians my my seat yeah. is nice and warm after
0: uh... <laughs> what did you think chris of yeah English i thought taking, it was would... taking on the, the chris persona
2: I think it was very interesting. Um, I, I liked it, but it was interesting to see um, Hamish be a little bit more nasty because I never he's, he doesn't come across as a very nasty person. So I really no, liked it him.
0: doesn't seem it doesn't seem like he could even do it. But then there he was, being a little and, nasty. And you know, and you know what I think?
2: I think that everyone should try it. I mean, I, I really do think <laughs> that it's a really good release.
1: <laughs>
0: if you know what it made me wonder, I was like. I wonder what Hamish would do if he were pretending to be me. So I want—I almost want to see another Busters takeover <laughs> where Hamish pretends to be April <laughs> and, uh, and you get to be normal, Chris.
2: That would be uh, a pleasure. Yeah, he's welcome back anytime. You guys did a great job. It was a really good lesson. <laughs> you guys, if anybody missed that show, definitely check it out. It was the one that's before this one that you're listening to. <laughs> That's how you find it on, um, or just look at us. We're in the top ten on iTunes at any point.
0: Did you have a favorite moment from that show from listening in from afar oh, from Chennai when you were doing buttock signatures?
2: Um, you know what? It was yeah. I like also call autographs. I did well. You know what? I have a I have a thriving um band subculture. I wouldn't even call it a fan base. It's a, it's more of a subculture.
0: It's kind uh, of like when,
2: you, when when someone underground. Uh, yeah it's underground it's almost like subterranean. it's more like a bunker crew <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's it's a it's a let's let's call it a pod if you will oh my God. um but yeah but no nice firm buttocks to sign it was it was it was good it was a pleasure my sharpie was my chip mm-hmm. was good um good so yeah no it's i mean sexual harassment uh case pending uh, but you know aside from that really. Really good.
0: Um, Did you have a a favorite moment of Hamish giving me digs?
2: Ooh, um, God, I don't know. There was quite a few good ones. I don't know. I, I, yeah, they they were all pretty good. I think I was mostly so shocked that where he was going with things. And and then I think I could hear (laughs) how shocked he was that he went in a direction that I was kind of like listening to the performance more than the content at times. Which I'm hopeful that all of our audience is just listening to the sentiment the content you know screw the content
0: <laughs> Where's Chris going next?
2: Yeah, um, where am I going next? Um vacation oh, is gonna be my next one um because I'm doing you do a have to recover zoom. From vacation No, doing a live zoom with um another bunker crew um in Japan, we were voting oh. yeah yeah um they're getting uh, they've actually created t-shirts on t republic with my face on it which is really really disarming um because they're glow in the dark but it's i'm excited um we're gonna we're gonna do uh just some feelings and questions like who's the real chris get into my essence which uh which will be fun you can uh, i'll send you the i'll send you the recording of that but aside from my um my absence april House, everything been going for you
0: I mean, you know, I'm just supposed to be in crying myself to sleep because I missed you and I didn't know what to do with myself.
2: Well, you wouldn't be the first. I usually say lexapro um when anybody has that issue <laughs> lexapro, or if you're in a, a medical marijuana state, go ahead um just do whatever mm. what they have um but uh but yeah, um it's interesting though, like all all joking aside if the, if we can call that any of that joking. Because um, I'm very serious about <laughs> fan base, but the, the RV trip was your the bunker big, base, the, my bunker base, hashtag bunker base. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. The RV trip was the big news for me um, over the mm-hmm. last uh, few weeks. So that was, uh, I told you a little bit of my adventure. Um, I, I was doing conference calls with my clients and thinking, I can do this while we're driving. I can't do this while we're driving, uh, is what I found out, because this is what they look like. so no joke
0: and everyone's getting seasick and throwing up
2: so then I would just take my camera off and then they'd be like Mm. what do you think and then I would start talking and it would freeze so uh it was it was really, really
0: really productive
2: really productive especially when I was doing my it was like it's, it's like that point in the client's uh, relationship that you're like the sermon of the mount and you're constantly uh-huh. giving these big declarations and explanations. And I was cutting out the whole freaking time. So luckily my awesome staff stepped in and filled in the blanks and stepped up to the plate and helped oh, wow. me out. Um, But I told them, they're like, Hey, everything seems like your internet's really bad. And I'm like, Hey, I'm on vacation. You know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm helping out here. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is it was as productive as it was relaxing.
2: Yes, I would think we're equally, we're, we're, we're equaled out there. Um, but it was really nice to see family. We had a, I had a big um, family reunion pool party, which was great in Pittsburgh. Um, got to see a lot of my friends in Massachusetts as well as in Vermont. So that was all great. We got to um, go past um, Savannah on the way back. So there were high points. There wasn't a high <laughs> the whole thing. I would say if we we averaged everything out, we'd probably be at a C minus territory, but it was um, definitely worthwhile to see people. I think that was what was really great because I haven't seen a lot of people since pre-COVID. You
0: really you really PR'd that that was very well done.
2: Yeah, I tried. Um, I try to give things a little bit of a spin, and then a kick in the nuts at the end. But you know that's uh, that's the Chris brand. Day.
0: And I bet all of loved it meeting all these people and
2: she did. She was okay. So, I this is this is so funny because Dale was just like, Oh, she looks her coat is so shiny. Because I said, It's human grease all over her. It's like everyone was petting her and touching her and stroking her. And I was like, This is human grease. Um, this is um, hand grease, skin grease. But um, she loved it. She was sitting in the passenger seat like a like the queen the whole time. She was well behaved. She was great. She was she was amazing. Um, no complaints on her. She did a really good job on a road trip. I just think that next time a little bit shorter, um, maybe drive far, far ways to a destination that we stay at. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think the jump moving around. Yeah. It's just too much work. So, mm. so yeah, so that was, that was my trip. I mean, anything, uh, what's been going on with you? This is like the end of the summer.
0: I know. It's just weird. I don't even want to admit that. I'm in denial that it's the end of the summer. I did my first gig with my cover band
2: what are you? Um, what are you covering? Duvets or what? What? What's the? the
0: yeah, duvets. Yep, we cover duvets. It's. It's really. It sounds great. It no, sounds like. You... It sounds like the sound of silence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> A downy silence. <laughs> Feathered. So no, but what kind of? What kind of music? Hello,
0: doctor. Smile, friend. Um. <laughs> uh it's primarily blues, um, rock, funk, R and B.
2: Okay, nice. I like that.
0: Yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, so, good. So,
2: uh, when 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 do you um, when's the tour so you can start pre-plugging it?
0: Um, it's it's going to be uh, next spring. spring next spring. Yeah,
1: that's a we got, that's a choice. We got
0: to build up. We got to we got to build up our fan base, and then we don't want to be traveling in winters.
1: So. <laughs> well, hey. All
2: of your, uh, all of you bunkerheads here <laughs> that are that are following me, please hashtag bunkerheads. I'm a bunkerhead. If you are one, you definitely gotta have to uh, um, get ready and in line for tickets to Apes shows. <laughs> yeah, coming your way, Swift and Hot. So, uh, speaking of Swift and Hot, we have like a whole yes. bunch of uh, amazing, amazing stuff to talk about today. I don't want to bury the lead, but we don't have a guest, and you know why? It's because of me. So let's go <laughs> into um, our first. Wait, <laughs>
0: explain, explain.
2: You know we're busy people here. You know uh-huh. uh, you got to move. You got to move. And we had we, yeah. we had the guest segment. You know, eh, I think we did better just talking to each
1: other. <laughs> but if that if you want to be a guest,
0: <laughs> if you want to be a
1: guest, contact
0: me, April. Oh,
2: sorry, audio cut out. We, we're going to go into breaking news. I'm breaking. About this. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Because nothing gets me more excited than an ex-Twitter exec who blows the whistle and allegedly, alleging reckless and negligent cybersecurity policies. Oh my yeah. God. At Twitter? Who would have thunk? I'm, I'm just how, so excited. How okay. could it
0: happen? Yeah. Oh my um, God.
2: I can't That's give funny. my social security number out on Twitter.
0: <laughs> so Twitter has major security problems that pose a threat to its own users' personal information, to company shareholders, to national security, and to democracy, according to an explosive whistleblower. And this was um, obtained by CNN and the Washington Post. He sent this last month to Congress and federal agencies, and it painted a picture of chaotic and reckless environment and a mismanaged company that allows too many of its staff access to the platform's central controls without adequate oversight. Also alleges that some of the company's senior most executives have been trying to cover up Twitter's serious vulnerabilities and that one or more current employees may be working for a foreign intelligence service. That one, Mm -hmm. I mean, talk about bearing the lead yeah really that should have been way up higher that's crazy
2: yeah it's it's really crazy and of course everyone's saying that you know this guy who's the whistleblower which we'll call mudgy mudgenstein uh mudgy mudgenstein uh the mudster he uh he, he basically they're saying well he got fired and he's like kicking everybody's on the way out kind of thing
0: I mean, that's what people do when they, like, you know, throw the box of their shit down the stairs. Like, that's, you don't, you don't allege that there's people from other countries, you know, security that are working there. That's not a, yeah.
2: Well, you don't know the mudge like I do. I mean, <laughs> me yeah. the mudge go way back.
0: You know, so, just, I just made up that there's, like, foreign intelligence service people from other countries working there. You know, just thought it would be a good way to get back <laughs> People yeah, send it I, to Congress. Like that's not a thing.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, that's a that's a Saturday for Mudge. <laughs> <laughs> walk in the park. You do oh. the hiking and out Twitter to the government. Yeah. I, I this none of this really does shock me that much. I do feel that like all the social media sites have some sort of uh, shadow type activity happening on it. So Twitter is also and also uh, the interest of Elon into Twitter is another thing that makes us even more believable because For sure. I, think his, I, I think his motivations are a little, I don't want to say sinister, but kind of sinister in, in how he p- planned to use Twitter.
0: So why, if that's the case, why back out of the deal? Because of the...
2: Okay. I think he knew some of this stuff, and then I think when it got amplified, this is something that this is uh, the Mudge The mudge, sir. is uh, that official. Uh-huh. I am on this one. Um, I think that he may have been paid off to, to release this to push Elon out, or I don't know. I feel like there's more play than this because I don't. I mean, I hate to say this. None of this is yeah. shocking information to me. I think hmm. you will. You roll the dice across the board when you're when you're when you're doing anything social, in the metaverse or not. Yeah. Um, but still, yeah. I don't know. um, Buyer beware.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's an interesting conspiracy theory that that somehow this was related to trying to get Elon out Mm -hmm. so he would become his problem.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, like when I was buying my house and uh, we were trying to negotiate and there's other buyers around, we knew that the other buyers were going to be around. uh, Like we had access to them, like just through the realtor's ear. And Mm -hmm. we said, tell them that there's been sinkholes in the area and bring, bring, bring up the the sinkholes have happened in the area. And that's one of the ways we got some of the people out because it's, it's true, but I just amplified a fact that everybody knew and had access to.
0: How did you do that?
2: Through the realtor, through our realtor and then getting the ear of the other realtor and getting the other, you know what I mean? And then.
0: You are nasty. No,
2: I'm not. I'm just, I'm. I'm
0: me and the Mudster. <laughs> okay. So you're my I'm gonna start calling you Mudge. Yeah,
2: I'm the Mudger. I'm the Mudger. Hashtag bunker fans. Oh my but like, yeah, the oh uh, my God. But yeah, no, it and it did work, but I am amplifying something that was already readily available and well known. So choose your own storyline. Oh, story my, god. oh so, my god. And guess what? I backed Eolin off of my house, so he couldn't buy it. He's had another kid that has the name of a zip code. All right. So um, up next, Facebook seeks to change course as Meta's revenue falls. So nearly two decades after Facebook's inception, astronomical rise, Silicon Valley's staple is changing course in an effort to preserve its top spot in the digital landscape as it faces new headwinds. Mm -hmm.
1: So Meta
2: is shifting to uh, adapt to a changing climate for tech with product updates and focus on virtual reality. but the big the big battle here is um, it's it's trying to uh, maintain its status, but it's working to convince consumers and investors to embrace the Zucks vision for the company's future while confronting an FTC intent on mitigating meta's market power. Increasing competition from platforms such as TikTok, industry changes, impeding ad revenue, and the looming threat of a recession.
1: I don't care what Zucks has to say. So I immediately would say that
2: the metaverse is not paid off as fast as everybody had wanted to. And meta was a big story. And I do feel like now the recession is, is becoming the story. Um,
0: yeah which
1: is so
2: shitty for this to be the storyline going into the third and fourth quarter. Like that is like, I hate that that's starting to ramp up that
1: storyline, but.
0: But don't you think it's related to the midterm? It's gotta be.
1: Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. It's I think it's, be. I think it's, I think
2: everything that we're seeing right now is, is a little bit political angled. That's why I'm just, I'm just disappointed Cause it's like, you don't want to end the summer, which is frivolity and go right into the cold winter you know what I mean like all right stock up on shit because you're going to be poor in five minutes and like I, I just don't I don't I don't love the doom and gloom instantly like a light switch
0: winter like, is coming
2: winter is coming and that's mm-hmm. from uh, the, that, that hit show thrones, of, thrones I mean, of Dragons, dragon thrones dragon,
0: <laughs> dragon thrones is that what you call it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't watch it. I don't like people getting impaled with swords. I try to escape try to skip that. Well I stay for the I stay for the dragons. I leave for the sword deaths.
0: Oh my God. Wait, so do you even know what winter's coming means?
2: Doesn't that mean like someone's coming over to attack me or something? I don't
0: know. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's I like give a game it of firm reference.
2: Just- I just don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting because we actually had a prospect yesterday that's downscaling their PR spend and mm-hmm. coming to us from a bigger agency. Um, hopefully, because they said because they're preparing for a cold winter. So it's like across the board, people are starting to bat down the hatches a bit.
1: Mm.
2: That's why that duvet comes in handy to warm them up. Uh, yeah. yeah, but that's but that's good. You know, it's it's nice to see people are kind of looking out for their future. I mean, especially if you're thinking about recessions and that being a big message. It, I mean, if I was a brand right now, I'd be coming up with what their fourth quarter messaging strategy was like immediately um, yeah. to combat that, um, just to feel comfortable going into that. So it's not like, because it's going to be buy, 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 deal, 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 like for that that full time. Um, but going back to Meta and all of this, it's kind of just another political scapegoat topic. but. Yeah. The metaverse, I think, in terms of people's involvement has slowed a little bit and cooled off a little bit um, because it's it's just a, it's not like an instant process. It takes a little bit of time and people aren't jumping on. I think people are getting onto the metaverse as fast as they wanted to get on to short form video into their content on social. They were like, how are, you I don't know. How are we going to do this? How are you going to do TikTok? It will happen. And when that happens and someone has a success that's palpable and everyone understands what it is, that topic's going to heat up again. I've done been doing a lot of research into this topic because we have a, we have a new client that is steeped in that. And there is a lot of, there's a lot of ways that that can be very successful. If it, if when it does start notching in and ticking.
1: Yeah. But
2: right now it's, it's still magic. You know, it's just like when people, when social media started. Everyone was like, "Oh, how am I going to market my business on that?" Oh, it's just people chatting. Oh, how am I going to like? It's the same thing now. It's like, oh, it's just a bunch of people with VR headsets talking to each other. Same story. Yeah, it's going to
0: take a while. Yeah, I mean, and do you think some of it is just that people are so overwhelmed by just trying to make it through this reality that adding another layer of reality to it is just overwhelming, or do you think it's just the the like slow adoption thing?
2: I, I think it's a it's it's both. I think the people that have the purse strings are are of an older generation. And um, I think that they need a hard sell and there's no facts and there's no stats and there's nothing that really need need to sell because they work off of facts. Yeah. So that's, that's when you have to take leaps and those leaps sometimes can be kind of all, they can be face plants. So I, I, I think it's, and then also like, okay, well the people that are very, very risk adverse are going to kind of lean on the edge of, well, Um, let's not make this now. Let's do this as a first first quarter spend. Let's do this as a next year spend. And you know how marketers are generally. It's television. As soon as that is off the plate and the marketers moved, it's off my radar completely and I'm focusing on something different. So it could be that too.
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
2: But what, what what you were interested in was that big NHS story that hit. You couldn't shut up about Not, it. Nottingham, Nottingham,
0: Nottingham University Hospitals.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. How, you've always wanted to go there, too. Wasn't that
1: on your bucket list?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so a director yeah. of communications that's at an under fire hospital trust was suspended after blocking Twitter accounts of parents and babies who died in its care. <laughs> Boy. So, Nottingham University Hospitals Trust, which is NUH or NHS, NHS NUH, uh, they suspended Tiffany Jones, who apologized wholeheartedly for her decision to block bereaved parents. The parents said that she blocked them out and it was insensitive and triggering. And then they did a review and did the deaths of dozens of babies that's due to start next month. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now, Why she tried to take this on herself without getting external help, I don't quite understand unless they just didn't have budget, right? Mm -hmm. Because how do you just decide, or do you just think you know best and you just start blocking the parents of dead babies so they can't interact with you on Twitter? Oh my God. Well, Let me
2: give you another, let me give you the kind side of this and what could have the human side. The human side is that, her boss could be an absolute a- and she yeah. could be the chopping block because yeah. if he doesn't, she doesn't do everything. He says she's in trouble. So then she saw this come up and she was like, Oh, I can bury this really easily. And then I wouldn't get in trouble. And then this wouldn't hurt anybody. No one does. No one, these people don't even use Twitter anyway, whatever. And that could have been her course of action. And that's why she was doing it as an operating basis to kind of just keep the heat off of her. I mean, that's, that's a hundred percent speculation. Hype busters 100% speculation um uh but yeah i mean it could be something like that it could be that she had, she just thought that this was the easy way to get rid of bad feedback i mean i have people that, Well it
0: says it somebody said we've never tweeted her direct messaged her so it's completely random so they just got a note like you're blocked from following Tiffany Emma Yeah her but her you don't tweets. get
2: a you don't get like a like
0: hey you've been blocked sucker
2: it's like you have to find that person in order to see that block. So she was, she was kind of getting ahead. And she thought, okay, you know, someone probably gave her bad advice. Or she came up on this on her, her tactic on her own. She just, I, I, what she's trying to do is trying to keep bad, bad PR away. And baby deaths is pretty negative.
0: What's interesting is she blocked them from her personal account and not from the organizations. So it's her personal Twitter that she blocked them from.
1: Yeah, but then what? why would they know
2: that she's done this?
0: Well, when you see the screenshot, it's that um, they went to follow her, and it says you're blocked from following Tiffany Emma and viewing yeah. Tiffany Emma's tweets. Mm-hmm. So somebody must have gone to look and see what she says or to DM her or something. Yep. And she proactively made it so that they couldn't DM her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So there's probably something that was. I mean, I'm, let's be honest. The Tiffany Jones account is probably owned by that hospital in their in her profile within reason. I mean, they probably she probably uses this as a um, a thought leader account, possibly. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't block people just. Because of the possibility, something gave me a whiff of something, and I was like, "Okay." So I don't know if it was a Reddit or if it was somewhere else. And then she just like, "Okay, I'm going to protect my." And that could be the case. Uh, Is it right or is it wrong? I mean, I don't know what they were saying or how damaging their accusations could be or how she was handling them. But
0: well, also um, like, I mean, I I wouldn't necessarily. It's a business thing. I don't know if if I'm using it for personal use. And you don't want it conflated with business stuff. I mean.
1: wow. Well, let's do. Two, three, three.
0: She deleted her account now.
1: Oh, my God. This. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
1: my God. Get out of here, Tiffany, Emma. You know what I mean? Enough of you.
0: Should <laughs> oh so we move on? It's yes. kind of awful.
1: Yes. Okay, you lady. Let's... <laughs> I'm trying to
2: help no, out, but you're deleting your account like some We Get out of here. All she right. she
0: tweeted that she was going to delete her account after oh, good. her I'm reflection. Glad she
2: did. I'm
1: glad she yeah. did. That's that made me feel yeah. so much closer to her.
0: Yeah. So now she yeah, she apologized and then deleted her account. Okay. Should we move on to point counterpoint?
1: Oh my god.
2: Let's go.
0: This is the part where we never really do what we're supposed to do. Yay.
2: Um, and this is Hypebusters. So enjoy it. Who cares? Who cares? My Bunker, my bunker <laughs> okay. Buddies. at Bunker Buddies love this segment.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> Bunker Buddies really does sound a little bit salacious. Um, okay. So for our first point counterpoint.
1: Yeah. What happens? Are
0: you, are you sure you're <laughs> not guilty of the quote millennial pause?
2: Is that like, so the, is it like menopause for millennials?
0: Yeah. Okay. No. So oh, the first okay. generation to grow up with social media, millennials are now becoming the first generation to age out of it. So this is from the Atlantic and they did sort of a whole first person account of how they, you know, took two years to post their first TikTok and then they'd press record and blah, blah. And then apparently this person is guilty of the quote millennial pause. Because after hitting record, they just sort of decided they're, she can't avoid this cringy pause in the videos or something. I don't fully understand what the hell the millennial pause is. Do you, can you explain this for our listeners?
2: Well, it's one of these things. It's like that thing. I think I would like to liken it to menopause, but it's I'm not going to get that because it's not the same thing. It's basically millennials are... Using it like a like a grandfather would use it, so they're using it incorrectly, and so they're seeing that they're using it incorrectly, and they feel uncomfortable, and they make it yeah. make them feel old
1: or mm, out of touch. Mm, mm, mm.
2: So the one of the one of the things is he says, in this first person article from the Atlantic. I prefer the Pacific. I get confused whenever Instagram changes its layout. I use gifs to make jokes in Slack. I have posted song lyrics in my Instagram story. The range of mannerisms is so broad. The signs, such a staple of my online behavior for the past fifteen years, and that's not even worth trying to fight them. So basically, they are raised using social,
1: and social keeps changing, and they don't know how to change with it. I mean, I think that's I think that's cute. You
0: think it's cute. <laughs>
1: um so they're getting mocked pretty
2: much too um they're getting called out for doing the wrong poses in their photos being
0: old i see i see i see so So taking for example
2: this is like taking a selfie like that yeah is, is out of style
0: oh okay what am i supposed to do that's definitely the best angle for my chin
2: get your chin done i mean that's what that's what the the babies are doing right out of the womb, chin implant. I mean, um, it's easy. You're in the hospital anyway.
0: Wait, what's the new angle? What's the new angle?
2: Um, I want to say it's sideways, but it has to be some sort of position straight on because I think that the angle, I believe the angle is straight on, which is what everyone's doing right now. Okay. But also like saying, oh, this is my bestie. Good to see him. That's old. That's That's not what the kids say anymore.
0: Remember when trends were like weird bangs and like white high tops? Like what happened to that? <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: my god.
2: <laughs> remember when there was one font and it was Times New Roman? I remember those days. Remember when <laughs> computer typing was all <laughs> <food laughs> <the> back
1: screen? <laughs> I just oh.
0: wished, like I, I miss the days of like fads and trends being something, I don't know, more Visible and normal. I feel like it's all gone online. It's so strange. Well, the thing is
2: this. There was little to no change for so long while these, this generation was adapting to this. So what happens when everyone gets on something, they start changing it and evolving it because someone else is developing something new. And yeah. then now we're in the vacuum because social media has been fully adopted. So now that Facebook is now your grandma and your aunt's like main place to like communicate yeah everything is starting to age
0: right 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 that makes sense
2: i I would say that the millennial pause i I feel very sorry for those millennials out there that are being made fun of
1: um i'm sorry for the bullying
0: they're so old
1: they're so old um but i do
2: see stuff like this and i kind of go like low-key like yikes
0: Where what does that mean for the future of social media? That's the bigger question. Um,
2: what will it mean? It's gonna constantly evolve. And what's gonna evolve, like what's what's gonna happen is I do feel like the metaverse concept is going to highlight a lot of virtual experiences that are going to be much more valuable to the younger generations um as they kind of age up. So it's kind of up to our generations to learn what is coming up behind us because yep. what's coming up behind us, I think is a little bit more serious than what we're dealing with right now. Got it. Okay. And I think, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it could end up the end of Wally, your favorite movie, but <laughs> with a whole bunch of <laughs> fat people falling off their scooters and tipping a spaceship. I don't know if it's going to be that bad, but hopefully. Just,
0: people, just, just old people falling off bicycles.
2: Old people falling off bicycles. But only
0: after they stop writing and put their foot down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And just like, just like go, like one of those minutes where it's like, will they, they, won't they, will they, won't they, will they, will they are? (laughs) Well, well, that was. Oh, oh,
0: oh. oh.
2: I think that that was probably one of our stronger point counterpoints. We have another one. Um, Will Banana
0: Republic ever be forced to change its name?
2: Oh, I don't know. Let's let's cancel.
1: I don't know.
0: Cancel Banana Republic. Um so, over the last two years as we know, a lot of companies have, you know, been changing their racist names and logos and things like Aunt Jemima, um the Washington football team changed its name, um etc. However, there's one standout that didn't change its name, which is Banana Republic.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it was originally coined by the American author O. Henry in 1904 in a novel describing a fictional nation that was poor and politically unstable, which was inspired by his experiences living in Honduras. Over time, then people started to use a term to describe real countries throughout Latin America, like Guatemala and Dominican Republic that had precarious economies and political systems. And um, so basically now it's become synonymous with that now is that racist in the same way that like aunt jemima is uh, mm-hmm. i mean it's a, it's a bit of a it's from a fictional country that was then used you know to to just des- to describe other real countries uh, i don't
1: mm, i personally
2: i never understood the name for I don't know why the store was called that cuz I was I knew about banana republic this o idea before I knew about banana republic as a brand so I learned it in school um before I I was allowed to go on the street that had these yeah. shops on it I had to go with the, the shops that had all the holes in the cans and stuff but when I saw that it was a name I was just like huh
0: that's well, weird no thing is it also why why yes because they founded the brand in 1978, before we were born.
1: Oh, good! Something happened
0: Re- before I was born. I know, thank God, right? Um, <laughs> calling it the Banana Republic Travel and Safari Clothing Company.
1: Jeez. The
0: original vision was to sell vintage military surplus clothing. Uh, so they, they pivoted to safari style clothes—the kind of clothes that, like, a white person person would wear on an African safari in the 1940s.
2: Yeah, like how, what exactly. Indiana Jones dresses like before he gets into action.
0: Yes, exactly. So basically, like that, that was how it started. So it was meant to be like a fantasy version of colonial Africa with jeeps and windows and awnings that looked like roofs and resin elephant tusks and decorations and door handles and like
1: Love door that's handles.
0: where that elephant tusk door handles.
1: Oh, not that kind.
0: Yeah. So that was that was really where it. it came from and then i think it just stuck because it was so unique right yeah the gab bought banana republic in 1983 and then it just decided to rebrand the company away from its safari theme at that time so that's when they became more like professional clothes and suit suits and shift dresses and whatnot so Mm. it just but it kept the name and so now it still has this name that apparently is racist. I don't know. Do we
2: think though that Banana Republic has a future in the current marketplace as a brand? I would say-
0: Just generally speaking, aside from the name.
2: Generally speaking, like all, like all, all kind of uh, foreshadowing aside, we're going to be talking about the gap in a minute. And I feel that gap is another one that is losing relevance so for example, mm-hmm. if we're looking at the at the gaps, the gap stores they own, just a couple of them. We have like Banana Republic, Gap, and Old Navy. Old Navy, I feel like has more legs in the economy than Gap or Banana Republic. If I'm going past those stores, they are not busy. Like if I go into a mall right now, I mean I'll probably be hit with a tumbleweed and a bat. But like, you know, um, <laughs>
0: There. No one's in a ball. No one's there to hold the bat. Who's gonna No, hold no, the no bat like a
2: flying bat, not like a <laughs> Louisville slugger. slugger. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like a like
0: so a so high pitch like
2: yeah. So you're picturing you're picturing like, a guy with a baseball bat <laughs> <laughs> head of tumble.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of that, yeah, I yeah. No, bat. that's exactly what I pictured. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, <laughs> it's it's like yeah. we should have a Louis Lamora. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Oh
2: my God. What? So that's my last mall experience. Um, but no, I I just don't, I don't know if those are, do you know people that shop on those
0: stores? No, because everybody's shopping a line. And now if you want discount, you know, clothes, I think people are usually going to, you know, a Macy's or something like that, or just shopping at bluefly.com or yeah, I, know, I, I, mean, I don't.
2: I don't, just, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, I go. I do discount shops, but I'm not like a big clothes horse or anything. So I don't know. Banana Republic always seemed like it was an elitist version of the Gap to me.
0: Well, ever since the Gap bought it, I think that's exactly what it is.
2: Yeah, it's elite. I think
0: they just turned it into that. So I mean, I think if it has any hope of being you know, something else, it, it's going to have to shift to have a little bit more personality and something that's a little more fashion specific. Cause I think too many other fashion specific places. And then there are all of these other juggernauts that are the generic clothes, but I don't know. What do I, I'm not, I'm not like an apparel expert. So.
1: I don't know.
2: I just, I, I kind of feel that. I'm not an but,
0: apparel forecaster.
2: No, you're not. I thought you were.
0: No, the, Um.
2: Uh, no, um I, I see here. Here I see two brands that we never talk about both with kind of salacious, weird stories, which makes me think that they're trying to do something on to, purpose. Put, to save to something. Refresh. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was making that long-winded yeah. point about no one being in these stores because yeah, I, I mean, because the Gap used to have, for a while, they had Gap, then they had Gap baby body and there was like a double store with a wall. You know what I mean? They did. It took up a lot of space. They're not in those double spaces, I don't believe. Me. I
0: bet that they're already planning and rebranding and this is just the way to to get into it. So they get buzz for it and then they get extra buzz when they change the name.
2: Fall into the pause, millennials. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so that's our point counterpoint folks. If you can figure out who had a point and who had a counterpoint, please write in to Hypebusters, uh, <laughs> PO Box 184, San Antonio, Texas, um, zip code tbd so next up we have what is probably one of my hashtag bunker cruise favorite uh i love Ooh, it woo, my what, fans named like five times or bunkers yeah my bunkies yeah. my bunks uh the, the, cash my or trash. trash it's 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 here
0: yes cash yes. or trash our favorite so so the first one is about corona And they are now opening registration for a branded resort off the coast of Colombia That's free of single use plastics and starts welcoming guests next year. So this is their highlight of their sustainability efforts with this ecotourism Island. That is a very specific and very creative marketing Mm -hmm. move. Isn't that interesting?
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: So the whole Island is managed by Corona's international arm. Mm Hmm. And then it's located off the coast of Colombia. And it was created in collaboration with the nonprofit Oceanic Global, meant to connect guests to nature through immersive experiences that offer educational excursions and workshops. It's going to begin welcoming guests in summer 2023. And they're calling it Corona Island. Now, why in the world does Corona need to show its environmentally focused efforts? Is that something its base gives a about? Mm.
2: Well, just looking at this, I mean, this would this would be the perfect photo shoot um location for all of their ads. Yeah. This would be on brand for all of their stuff. I, I mean, I'm just saying, like being well, like and
0: it yeah, and in 2021 it says they became the first global beverage brand to achieve net zero plastic footprint that's globally. Great. That's really good. So so they're super committed to that. I mean, this is very interesting to me. But
2: what plastic? Th- uh, well, okay. Yeah. I guess the containers to hold the six packs or I'm trying to think what plastics would be involved with Corona to begin with.
0: Uh, right. So why, right. Why is this such a thing? Um, maybe it's the,
2: maybe it's the, the connectors for the six packs, the carriers.
0: Maybe. Or the shipping. Yeah, they got a, They or, got a Colombian architect to do the architecture on the island. And then they had a leisure program curated by Colombian former Miss Universe winner. Oh my god, that's
2: what I want all of my stuff curated by, to be honest.
0: But what's interesting is that they're they're doing the sustainability in terms of also tapping into like local talent, which I think is really cool. Cuz that is something that, you know, in terms of ecotourism is is a really important piece is making sure that you're making it sustainable, not just for people visiting, but for the environment in which you're creating that. Do you think this was, subsidized?
2: Think this was subsidized by the Colombian government? This seems probably. like it's a, it's a big come to Colombia ad.
1: Yeah, it's, probably. It's done socialism. by
2: this Colombian architect and then Colombia this, and then Chilean born and which is not too far. Colombia, Colombia born. Yeah. I mean, I'm seeing. I, Colombia I bet it is. Corona. Yep. Yeah. So that would be my, my idea. To what, Gabe? Okay, so, yeah. regardless, I would cash this because yeah, same. I think it's good for them. You know what? Celebrate a win.
0: Go ahead. I mean, it's very creative. Have it's very ambitious. It's very ambitious. I think it's very cool that they decided to go that big. like go right. big or go home. And boy, they went big. So They, they, they went
2: big and went on vacation. I mean, uh, really, yeah. have, a, have two coronas, have a corona light, have in a can, have a lime. Don't have a lime. I don't care. Have an orange slice, be a weirdo. Put a grape in it. I don't... F-
0: <laughs> so, Where? ketchup. Ready for the headline? Are you ready for this? Let me read it um, to
1: you. I'm smelling it.
0: Ketchup. Uh-huh. Mayo ice cream flavor is being offered to London consumers. <laughs> it sounded like
2: you were melting when you were saying that. He's a ketchup mayo ice cream. <laughs> is it ketchup and so, mayo ice cream?
0: It's ketchup comma mayo, so let me see if it's both. So... <laughs> Some people in London are trying some rather unique cupboard classics as they endure the hottest summer ever. So the ice cream project is made up of a number of non-traditional ice cream flavors, oh. which includes several condiment flavors, hmm. such as ketchup, mayonnaise, and baked beans, which is not a condiment. So... Basically, <laughs> they um, yeah. took can, some I have, British-
2: can I have some baked beans on that hot dog, please? Thanks.
0: They you also like- have Quaker rolled oats. PG Tips. What is PG Tips?
2: Um, tea. It's the number one tea brand in the UK. Ah,
0: uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Okay, perfect. So they have I'm square. Sure there's like triangle, there. sweet,
2: square, um, triangle. Got tea. it.
0: Somebody said we're, we came early this morning. We're so excited. We had to come and try all these amazing flavors.
2: Well, those are all. And I wonder if the mayo is salad cream. Because what I'm thinking is, I'm seeing like from living there um, for so long, uh, these are all uh, very traditional flavors.
1: English Oh my flavors. god,
0: this. So are what? they? What? What? Oh, <laughs> there's like a screenshot of the tea, mayonnaise, ketchup.
2: Do you have? Why don't you put it on the screen share so everyone oh at god, home ew, can enjoy it?
0: Uh, it's so icky. All right, hold on Let me.
2: All right. So is it, is it dribbling down the side? Of the
0: yes, on one of them. It, it like, oh, The little okay, piece of on, dribble on.
1: piss. Yeah.
0: One moment, please. Look at this. Okay, do you see? Oh it? yeah, the
2: beans are the beans are on the loose.
0: <laughs> Ew! Uh, look at this dribble coming down. Hmm. A lot of weird flavors.
1: Um, ketchup mayo look, at,
0: look look at this mayonnaise original. Oh, gross. I'm not impressed.
1: Mm, I, mm, I think English people would be up for this. I do not think Americans would be up
2: for this. I would be interested. I know exactly what the tomato would taste like and exactly what the mayo would taste like. I'm curious what the baked bean would taste like. The PG tips would be really delicious because basically tea ice cream.
0: Okay, I would like that. That would be fine. You would like that
2: because they do like if you go into yeah. a good Asian market, they'll do like gelato which will be like lavender yeah. and tea and stuff. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I would, I would I cash or trash this? I would trash it because I don't, I'm Heinz. I don't know. I wouldn't be like, oh God, it's summer. It's so hot. We're releasing an ice cream. It's going to be so refreshing. Okay, let's get beans and f- Worcester sauce.
1: I mean, it's just, it's the number one condiment, beans.
0: Why are they doing this? Is this just to...
1: Get some attention.
0: Raise, yeah. Get, I mean, the, for no, that, no, I actually, not it works, but it's like, why?
2: It's a popular concept. Um, they do like to vote in the UK a lot on things. So maybe it's choose oh, your okay. it be turned into a contest. Because what they'll do is, um, I would say a few times a year, there's, they have like the best potato chips in, in the freaking world are in the UK mm. and um, they will do weird flavors and they'll, they'll run weird flavors for like two months and then they'll pull them away. So a limited time and then they'll put out some other ones and then they'll have people vote for them. And then, so it's always like, because that's part of the culture is going yep. to like get a paper and grabbing a pack of potato chips, which here yep. we, we don't, we just get a can of um, chewing tobacco and a uh, Slim Jim when we're getting our gas diesel <laughs> but, no but it's just a different culture yeah because people can eat chips okay. and eat fat because they're constantly moving but yeah I, I mean i don't know this isn't for me i'm gonna ultra show this
0: I'm and i know how much you love it you,
2: you want to cash i'm on it.
0: the fe- i'm on the fence on it only because it's so interesting and creative and weird but I don't know that it really does the brand any huge favors. I mean, I guess if it had a lot of social buzz happening in London, then it was a good move and probably didn't cost them that much to develop. So in that case, I'll give it a cash. There you go. Go go against the grain.
2: The speculum. Okay. So speaking of trash gap back in the news after 45 years of being out of it, since buying racist brand Banana Republic in 1983, and launching its ragtag uh, sister brand or stepchild brand, Old Navy, in 1999. All right, anyway, Gap, Kanye West is slammed. He slammed, folks, two M's, for displaying clothing in giant garbage bags inside the stores. So Yeezy Apparel is in Gap. Immediately says to me, Yeezy is lame. That's the first thing I hear um, because Gap is kind of like, if you're looking for beige, can I get beige that I've been washed a few, four, five or six times? And then that's the Gap. Do you know what I mean? You can't get a true beige at the Gap. You have to go. It's oh like a, it's not even a real gray. It's kind of like a washed gray. Anyway, sorry, sorry, Gap. You know that I'm not on your like freaking like uh, board of directors here. But so good old Yeesmeister, um, had had he's had several collaborations with high profile fashion brands. And also he has, he has squabbles, who cares? Um, now his latest partnership, Yeezy Gap, which is perfect. I think that makes Gap super cool, by the way. Um, nothing like having someone that's uh, mentally unstable attached to a brand that can't even launch a beige. He's being roasted online for un- the unorthodox way. He's reportedly requesting the items to be sold in store. Now, let me just share a picture of this. Because I saw this, actually brought this to our attention because I, I low-key love this. So this is this is what it looks like, folks.
0: It's amazing. OK, but we have to explain it for people that aren't, aren't seeing the video. Um, so it's giant trash bags of clothes that are just sort of piled on top and, and out. of They're just exploding out of garbage bags
2: hmm. in the background the entire wardrobe of the Pioneer Woman, which I think is the best the best like <laughs> what the f- is that? <laughs> This, this is this is why Gap sucks. Sorry, Gap, suck it. This is terrible. This this I would say. Okay, number one, this the bags they are are not trash bags. They're like those woven plastic bags that you get at IKEA.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: In and description. And, and and growing up as a bargain shopper, what do I like doing? Going through bags of shit to find something cool. So for me, I like the root and tootin elements of this. The bummer on this one is that there's not a deal at the end of this dig. These are probably extremely expensive pieces of clothing or priority priced because they have um, Kanye's brand on them. Don't you think?
0: I love I love this tweet. This is how they're selling Easy Gap. The sales associate said you got mad when he saw they had it on hangers. And this is how he wanted it. They won't help you find your size, too. You just have to dig through
2: everything. But... Again, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of
1: like this.
0: I love it. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so funny. It's so like Kanye.
1: And
2: it's um, also, I think it's a It's big, like that
0: WTF factor.
2: Yeah, but it's, what I like about it, it's, it's biting the hand that feeds you. And I kind of, I like that in a stunt. Um, like when Doja Cat was like, I hate Taco Bell, I hate it. And I'm going to do like, and then she's pissing over her endorsement deal. That's like how a child does it. This is how a master does it. This is like, absolutely. Like, this is ridiculous that I'm in the gap. So how am I going to make it? How am I going to make myself on brand in the gap while thumbing my nose at them at the same time? Yeah. That's exactly what you do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I
2: and also that he had the power over their merchandising is really f- cool i think that's yes. Really cool
0: yes to even force them to do that like who else would do this
2: oh my god i, I you I, know when i saw the story that. i thought it was ridiculous and i sat with it for a little while and i was just like i love i love this this is like super, i love it super cool
0: no, I, I super cash this cuz it's it's hilarious, it's fascinating, it's interesting. Like who comes up with like to be in the mind of Kanye West just for a day. I don't know what I would pay for that, but it would be like being John Malkovich. like I would like to be Kanye West for a day, just for a day.
2: Mm, yeah. I don't know. It, 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 Kanye,
0: yeah. Kanye, Kanye.
2: Yeah, I'd pass on that one that offer, but the uh but what I what I would say is that He's one of those people that's kind of like a stream of consciousness. Everyone's telling all this stuff is trash and it looks like rags. He's like, then put it in a garbage bag and sell it. You know what I mean? Like he's kind of, I I like how he's kind of just like, okay, if it's trash, then there it is. Go ahead, Gap. Do what you want to do. So would it it. make me go into a Gap though? Hmm. Mm Hmm. For a picture, maybe.
0: Yeah, same. Oh yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, because I I'd can't I'd probably
0: buy one too just because I'd be like, hey, I got one of Kanye's weird hoodies you was in the garbage bag. Look, Mom.
2: <laughs> I got a baby bee was, that's been crumpled. So I'd, in I'd show up
0: and be like, hey Chris, look, look, guess what this is?
2: And I'm gonna say, uh, Ross. I mean, I you know, and it's gonna be easy. Yep. You could secretly be you know, you we're we're both in two bright colors for all that stuff. Usually everything is like dark and crumpled and like and like Paper thin fabrics. I don't mind his shoes, though. Not that anyone gives a about my opinion on those, but I, I do like his shoes.
0: I mean, I I'm secretly a huge fan of Kanye West, like across the board.
2: Yeah, I don't I don't necessarily um, follow his music anymore. I used to like his music. I don't follow it anymore. But as a person, he's very interesting.
0: Yeah, he's fascinating. I, I mean, yeah, er, everything he does fascinates me and and um, intrigues me.
2: Yeah, he almost lost me with the Kardashian thing because that really is off-putting to me. But
0: Yeah, but then he ran for president. I mean, didn't that win you back?
2: No, politics never wins me back. (laughs) It pushes me me more into, like, I need to go to Corona Island and, like, do, on a very special episode of The Bachelor, everyone goes to Corona Island.
0: Hi, I'm, a cool,
2: I'm Colombian and I've done this. Welcome to Colombia.
0: I loved, by the way, there's a, an awesome interview of Kanye after he decides to run for president with Joe Rogan. Amazing.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard clips of it's, that.
0: It's amazing. It's definitely worth listening to.
2: Yeah. So fans, after you've downloaded all of our past episodes, go find that yeah. podcast because Joe Rogan, really hurting for listeners.
0: <laughs> <laughs> mm. The most listened to podcast in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, Love his work yeah. on radio. Yep. All right. Should we wrap it up, Chris?
2: Oh, my God. I hate to say goodbye to all of our fans, my Bunker Buddies, everybody. The Bunker
0: Buddies.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, it sounds salacious, but it's not. They're just my friends.
0: Well, thank you for joining. <laughs> that what?
2: Live in subterranean environments.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On Corona Island.
2: Oh, if Bunker. only. If they are they'd be dead because it would all be water. They'd be drowned. <laughs> Good. Bunker Buddies, this is what Apes thinks about you. So if you're looking this way. No,
0: one, not true. Come on my tour.
2: Come on the tour. It's going around. Yeah. You guys have a name for the band? What is it?
0: Groove Tractor.
2: Groove Tractor? No, nah, I like it. I like it. I like how you plow with your music. The next yeah, thing next episode we have of pipe busters hasn't been written because the future is unknown to us but thank you for joining us today um it's been it's been absolutely phenomenal
0: do you have any questions about the news companies conversations from the show this week if so please reach out to us we'd love to hear from you
2: yeah and if you want to be a guest um cool idea and um, join us in the future. Follow us, DM us, whatever you want. If you have anything to say, um, hopefully you're enjoying this. We enjoy ourselves on this. If you are a Gap representative, climate change jobs. Otherwise, uh, until next Con- time.
0: Kanye, call me.
2: Call call apes. Uh, call <laughs> apes. Beeper 9-11. Um, and then, <laughs> um, but until next time, I am Christopher
0: Hopkins. And I'm April White.
2: All right. Raise the roof, motherfucker. <laughs> bye bye, bye.